It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. Saying welcome aboard. It's another Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, Podcast today with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Bounced around a little bit, but we found an old home. Yes, and after after taking the Monday after the state or the state semifinals off, feeling a little refreshed. Now kind of into, uh, well, at least game-wise at downtime, but the summer is going to be fun because it allows us to do things we have not been able to do during the year. Yeah, and and by downtime, I don't know. I was pouring through schedules. I was knee deep in schedules yesterday. Already thinking about the fall. Yes, yes, you are. We just spent the the thirty minutes before the show talking about schedules, <laughs> but we still need to put a bow on softball season and baseball and wrap that up. Uh, you still have a chance for the golf outing this Saturday uh, on the twenty fifth. It is well, basically your last chance to sign up. Uh, it'll it'll be fun. We're at the Elks. We have some great prizes. You can win an ice maker. You can win a golf bag. You can win Tigers tickets. You can win a lot of stuff like that. Yeah, there, there's some uh, other real cool uh, stuff, too, that's uh, hidden in with the packages. Yeah. So uh, it, it'll be a, a good time. It was a good time last year. It'll be a good time this year. Uh, and it's always a party when Brady and I are around. Um, with that being said, yeah, let, let's get uh, into uh, kind of our wrap on the uh, the softball season um it it ended in both a shocking and disappointing way uh back on uh, friday in uh, east lansing i'm still trying to and i'm not even as nearly as emotionally attached and involved as the players are so i can only imagine how the girls are feeling but that one just was a slap across the face out of nowhere we'll we'll talk about it in depth yeah when you run with us on a gator utv the engine has your full attention the herd takes notice and the trail meets its match because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet nothing runs like a deer search john deere gator for more contact one of tri-county equipment's 10 locations in bad axe birch run burton carroll fenton lapeer marlette reese saginaw or sandusky or visit tri-county equipment online at tricountyequipment.com marshall and campbell company located in port huron is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools fluid power electrical tools and other electrical supplies providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years the company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives automotives ballast and lamps boxes and Closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. 
All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Garrett Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Derek Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. Derek Clean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. Magnet International would like to thank the Blue Water area for welcoming us into their community. We are excited to put our roots down in this beautiful, growing area. As the largest auto supplier in North America, we are thrilled to call Blue Water area home and look forward to many, many years in this wonderful community. Our brand new facility is located off of Range Road in St. Clair, Michigan. Magna is a proud sponsor of Blue Water area high school athletics. The YMCA of the Blue Water area is pleased to announce a Night of Champions Thursday, September 15th at 6 p.m. at the McMoran Arena in downtown Port Huron. Eight-time Emmy Award winner Mike Doc Emmerich will host with special guests, activities, food, and both live and silent auctions. Tickets must be purchased in advance and are available at the YMCA, 1525 3rd Street in Port Huron. Cost is $100 per person or $1,000 for a table. For more information on a Night of Champions with Mike Doc Emmerich, call the Y at 810-987-6400, extension 132. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington. A family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and Brady. Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. All right, uh, so when last we left you, it was a, uh, a Friday we were in East Lansing. It was the morning. You know, that was the other weird It has been a week since thing. our last show because Friday we were in East Lansing. Yeah, so we haven't done one since, oh, yeah, we could go Wednesday. Uh, the, the weird feel about it was that it was, a, it was a Friday morning that felt like a Saturday all day long to me, <laughs> but it was a Friday, um, and it was a morning game. But while we were playing that game, I felt like it was mid-afternoon. Yeah, like you, it, you it got felt lost. like your usual four o'clock start time, and, and it was perfect weather. Yeah, uh, it, it was it was really nice in that regard. It was an almost perfect start for Algonac. Second batter of the game, Ella Stevenson wasted no time. First pitch she saw, they challenged her with a fastball mistake, uh, and she slaughtered it a long way over the left center field fence further out towards center than towards left. They could have um, put the fences back another 30 feet, it, and it is still gone. It was about the, – the outfielder ran back to the fence. I don't know why. Get it some was, sprints in. It was one of those moments where it, it was, I'm Ellis Stevenson. I'm the best hitter on this field. You will respect me, and if you don't, I will do that again. But I will give Millington credit after that. They did a really good job pitching to her. I don't think they threw her a fastball. No, yeah, she saw all change-ups the rest of the time. Most of them were out of the zone. She got on base all four times. She went three for four, two singles, the home run, and she also reached on the error. And that's doing a good job. Yeah. Holding her two for three with two singles. Yeah, and and, uh, and she uh, and she scored two of their, their three runs. But that home run, that was it, Brady, for a long time. After five innings, did you think there'd be seven total runs scored in that game? No. I thought that it was – well, I said in the pregame that I thought I would feel really comfortable if Algonac got to four. But I kind of thought the way the game was going, it would be reversed. I thought Millington would find a way to get a run early, 
and then Bomarito would settle down, and then it would be a fight to see could Algonac scrape together another run. But it was flipped from what I thought, at least initially. And as once you got into the middle, fourth, fifth innings, you went, I don't think there's going to be another run scored. I hope there's not another run scored. And when the top of the six, when Algonac got the leadoff triple from Sierra Vossler, which first off, the wind shifted uh, as that ball game went on, and it was blowing in from left, or the ball that Sierra hit, I think, was going to be gone. Um, it, it was uh, when she first hit it, I'm like, there's their second run. Mm-hmm. The, the, they're not catching that. To the outfielder, actually overran the ball to the fence, and the ball dropped in front of her on the warning track and turned into a triple because um, th- that was the, the wind took that down. But they were able to get that run in. Uh, Bree Thomason put the ball in play. It wasn't a pretty way to score a run, but it was effective. It got the run home. It made it 2 nothing. Then here's, here's where we had a little in-between innings conversation because after the Thomason ground ball where they didn't get an out on the play, so she's on, Maria Simpson singled, DuVernay walked, bases loaded, one out, you're up two to nothing. You get a hit in that situation. It's ball game. It's ball game. Yeah. You don't come back. Not, yeah. It, it, and and they couldn't get the big hit. And you were like, yeah, at least they got that insurance run. That's big. And I'm just like, I do not feel good about this all of a sudden. I Yeah, I was feeling fine. I went, because the way the game's going, I'm like, two runs might as well be seven the way this game's going. But when you leave them like that, when when you leave ducks on the pond, like just find a way to scratch me in one more run there. Mm-hmm. Sack fly. Anything. Gro- ground ball that records an out but still yeah. gets the run in. Anything that gets me at least one more run there, and I feel like you haven't let them off the hook. Somehow it, I, it came away from a situation where everything improved for Algonac, but I felt like you let them off the hook. You have left the door open for them to kick in. Mm-hmm. Now, I didn't know that they were going to do it because up to that point, Kennebaum Rito had been really strong. Her first five innings, ground out, pop up, fly out, ground out, single, strike out, strike out, strike out, ground out, an error, a strike out, ground out, single, strike out, strike out, strike out, strike out, pop up. So there were no indications that and they none were of those, doing anything with And Canada. even the hits they gave up weren't hard hits. Yeah, no. The, they, they weren't barreled up. It was, yeah. Even even in the bottom of the sixth, when they finally got a run against her, they didn't barrel anything up. Leadoff hitter Zeal got a, a weak single. Then there was a pop-up. A ground ball got her to second. And Fessler kind of dribbled a single through. To score the run, it yeah, they manufactured right, a run right up basically. the right up the middle. Bomarito just missed getting her glove on it, and then when it, once it got past the circle, it was going to get through the opening and into center on a million bounces, and that made it two to one. And I'm like, oh, this is not what I wanted to have happen. This kind of, I I know it's been a one run game all throughout, and all yes. that changed was it's a run, one run game still. But you felt the momentum shifting a bit. Yeah, and 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 you, you kind of felt like, uh, you know, there's that little nick in the armor. Mm-hmm. Let's hope it doesn't come off. But Algonac had a great response. Um, and they came back. Stevenson, uh, first off, Bomarito crushed the ball in her at-bat and lined out to the second She was base. on it all day. She just couldn't quite get the the good luck because even the pitches she was missing, she was following them straight back. If she was out in front, she was barreling them up foul. She was on Zeal all day, but Zeal did just enough to keep a really good hitter in Bomarito just off it enough, and with a little bit of luck, kept her really quiet. Then Stevenson singled. Um, Vossler flew out, but a a play that kind of went unnoticed was a little wild pitch that got Stevenson to second, and... J.C. Reams, the freshman, bloops a little single, just soft serves it into center field. Stevenson came around to score to make it 3-1. to one. And at that moment, all the bad feelings I had felt in the last inning went away. And right, I'm you like, went, okay, All good. right, they've weathered the storm. That's clutch. That's the backbreaker. You know, Bomarito's got this. Right, you're going, all right, because uh, in between this inning, I think – 
I came over to you and said, hey, we staying to watch Everett and Granville, Christian, whatever they were called. Yep. And we're like, all right. Always the kiss of death. Yes. <laughs> Always. Well, I mean, we, we just had to figure it out. I said, hey, if they hold on to win, we're going to stay and watch. Because and, Bomberito had been Bomberito had been top-tier Bomberito. Well, the the bottom of the seventh now is where the Millington Bats came to life. They had eight hits in the game. Half of them come in the bottom of the seventh. Yep. They had one extra base hit in the game, last batter of the, the game. They got a single. Then there was a pop-up. Then there was another single. Well, coming into this inning, it was what? Six, seven, eight. Yeah, yeah. it's and, six, seven, eight, and nine. I'm, and, and you're I, like, yeah, don't I, let it get. I, if it, I knew if it got to the top of the order that those batters are good enough that you just go, you you have one one uh, mistake to give. You give up a single, you give up a walk. Hey, it's fine. Just don't let it get to the top of the order. Uh, and, and so that's what you're hoping. Then after the first single, you get an, a weak pop out. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really kind of felt like Millington gave the at-bat away. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know what they were trying to do. No, again, I don't see them all the time, and they won more games than I did this year. Right. So they know their personnel. They know what they're doing. But I just felt like that was a week seven hitter. Like, the hitters behind her were more dangerous. Mm-hmm. Or at least on that day. Like, it, it just felt like they were just kind of hiding that girl there. And to me, that was was kind of an easy out. But they they clearly they don't pinch hit for anybody. No, everybody got. Well, their they only bats. have like te- or no, yeah, Millington. Oh, they have a lot on their. And roster. then their number eight hitter, I think they're sandbagging because <laughs> Shannon Zeal should have hit higher in the order than number eight, and then she got a single. Uh, but then uh, they struck out Kendall Payne, the DP. So you got two on, two out. Just get your just get one more out. But it's a tough out. Probably the toughest out on their team, maybe. Uh, at it, worst, it, arguably. It's between her and, and Sherman. Sherman didn't do anything in this game. But you can see Sherman stands at the plate that she's a hitter and that she's got an idea about what she's doing and she's dangerous. Right. Uh, and Zeal, you, Zeal is just that kid at their school yeah. that probably – if it's a soccer ball, she kicks it into the goal. If it's yeah. a basketball, she makes a hoop. If if it's a softball, she throws it 80 miles per hour right. <laughs> with with a wicked change. Um, and, and she can hit. Uh, now, when this happened, I didn't see her stumble around the bag because I thought she yeah. had made a bad play. Well, it was 0-2 on her, too. Yeah, 0-2 pitch. She lines a ball up the alley in left center that gets by – the two outfielders, um, Stevenson and Thaler, and gets to the fence because there's two outs, so both runners are going to score. That ties the game. And I'm thinking as the ball is coming in, yeah. um, DeLang cuts it off, and I'm like, that's a good play by DeLang. I know the, the tying run scored. They weren't going to get that out. Um, they and, were a little slow to get the ball in. and and but But they managed to keep the potential winning run out of scoring position. And then I said, and how in the world is Zeal not at second base? Well, what I thought had happened is the first base coach or Zeal was just playing ultra conservative, saying, get the tying run in. I know she's the winning run, but as long as those two runs score, we live to fight another day. And stay at first. They didn't want any scenario where she could get thrown out at second before the runner scored at home. That's what I thought happened. Turns out she just... Tripped over first base. Yeah, um, which you you think, okay, well, then it's Algonac's day still. They're catching some breaks here, and all they just need to do is settle down, get an out. Sometimes, you know, after something like that, there's that sigh of relief and everybody hits reset. Yeah. And you kind of settle in like I think you experienced with Millington and Richmond yeah. a year ago. But – uh, Millington was still on fire, and uh, Coleman hit the ball into the right center gap, and you could right from the bat you knew there was trouble. And because there were two outs, it just kept carrying. Yeah, you, you you knew that if this ball hits the ground, and there's a pretty good chance it's going to hit the ground, it's a gap shot, and they're going to lose the game on this. Yep. Um, and and that's ended up what happened. 
but but just out of nowhere, two outs. Yeah, they had the two runners on, but two outs, two strikeouts. Didn't look like Millington had a chance. Really, in even with the runners on base, you really didn't feel like they were going to get that hit until it happened. And then you're like, even on the hit, you're going, okay, they're going to throw someone out at the plate. Yeah, like you just expected it. And you're just all of a sudden going, oh yeah, this is Millington, and they are pretty good. Uh, and this is why they have the success that they have. But I just felt bad for Algonac because, ah, uh, Brady, they were the better team for six and a half innings. They lost half an inning in that game. But that was enough. It was. And I think that's the difference between a team that's been there before and a team that hasn't. A team that I don't, I don't think – Algonac did anything wrong. I think Millington, just with their experience there, was able to not be phased in a big moment, knowing that, hey, if we can get it to the top of the order, we can just get runners on. They're a veteran team that knows how to get that done, that sometimes it's best against best, and you just get top. You get bested. Uh, and I there was nothing that Algonac did that you go, oh, if they just did this differently. I'm I'm sure you could say if you really want to look at it, well, through this pitch and this girl, had, it takes an 0-2 pitch into the gap. What do you? I mean, that's just a senior doing leading yeah. their team. There wasn't anything. At least you you correct me if I'm wrong. Besides when they left the bases loaded, but there weren't any like errors or mistakes that you went. Oh, if only so-and-so caught the ball. Only if so-and-so didn't get into a rundown or something like that. Uh, Kenna Bomarito struck out 10, didn't walk anybody, and gave up four hits through the first six innings and only one run. Stevenson had three hits, including a home run that still hasn't landed. Um, Vossler hit a triple and scored a run. Reams had a big RBI hit. Thomason had a hit and drove in uh, a run. Um, you know, the Simpson got a hit. DuVernay found a way to get on base. Thaler got a hit. Everybody for Algonac contributed something in this game. So you can't say, oh, well, so-and-so choked or they didn't do this. or the-. No, everybody made a contribution. Everybody did their their thing, um, but in in the bottom of the seventh, Millington figured out a way to to get it done against a pitcher they hadn't hit all day. And kudos to them; they went on. I be, they went on to win, I believe, in extra innings. Let me just triple check to give you the exact final score. Oh wow! Even the MHSA is already ready for the fall. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they ended up beating Everett. In the finals, the I believe it was in eight innings, yeah, three to two. So they just, it was just their year. It really was. And I have a feeling, I don't know where in the tournament it'll be next year, but with Richmond moving up to D2, I would bet, I would feel pretty confident that Algonac-Millington will be a playoff game at some point. Hopefully a semifinal. That would be cool. But it might be a quarterfinal, might be a regional game. Well, I mean, my hope would be that Algonac slides into that district where Richmond was. Yes, so they don't have to play teams an hour and a half away. Although, I would take another free pass to a quarterfinal. (laughs) Just saying. Yeah, just saying. Well, I'll tell you what, those were... Two of the uh, more exciting games. Uh, last Tuesday's was a lot more fun because they, they pulled that one out uh, against Grass Lake yeah, and won um, it in exciting fashion uh, with the rallies late. But I, I would have rather not seen another rally on Friday. I think two things, at least for me, helped dull the sting a little. One was they were down and out against Grass Lake. So it was almost like they were playing with house money against Millington. And I know they... They, hey, they made a great rally to come back, but they're down to their final strike. You're kind of like, okay, you're mentally preparing yourself. And two, going into the game, I thought Millington was the favorite. If you would have told me they lose 4-3, to three, I go, that, that sounds about right, very plausible. Uh, 
But when Algonac was just dominating, Bomarito was on, you get to the third, the fourth, the fifth, you're going, in my mind, I'm going, all right, coming back here tomorrow, Algonac for a state championship, we, we got this, and then to have that ripped away from you, and they were they were a strike away, It's that hurt too, but yeah, I thought Millington was the favorite going in, but once you got into the game, you're like, okay, yes, they got it, they got it, they got it. Now, I mean, and... I've been on both ends of this because I've seen in two, a week two Richmond championships right. in East Lansing. I also a Richmond a strike away from another championship, mm-hmm. and they lost that one. Um, and that this wasn't the same thing because this happens in the semifinals and not right. the finals. And the other one happened in the finals, but it was like that same feeling again of, oh my goodness. Strike away. How did that happen? So I'm pretty sure Millington and Richmond have combined for the last three or four state titles in softball. Now, I am going to bring this up, not to put you on, on the spot, but you, you were pretty poignant about it. Uh, for me, it wasn't as oh, big a seventh. thing, but, but the meeting at the mound. You didn't like the meeting at the mound. I, I think I understand what they were trying to accomplish. So, there, all right, let's set the scenario. So... After they struck out the nine-hole hitter, there were two outs, two runners on, and their best one of their best hitters, Zeal, comes out. Now, a coach from Algonac goes out on the mound. At the time, we, I did not like it. I didn't think it was like, oh, my God, fire that coach. But for me, my thought was don't make the moment too big. Don't go out there and let her think about it and, and, and slow it down. She just struck out the nine-hitter. You're feeling good about yourself. Just let her do what she did. Because I don't. What was Zeal to that point in the game? Uh, one for three. One. So it's, she had, she gotten to hit her last time up. So it was a single, right? Yeah. So she's one for three with a single. She hasn't been down. It's if she was three for three with two doubles and two RBIs, you're going okay. Have to talk about how to navigate this hitter. But I just thought, don't slow the game down. Don't let anyone get in their head. Just go out there and pitch. Do what you've been doing all day. I thought it made the moment a little too big, but guess what? If instead of a if if that gap shots hit ten more feet to the right, no one remembers the mound visit. Yeah. No. I, I and I thought at the time, and I don't know. Again, we don't know what was said. Right. He might have asked the girls where they want to go eat. Afterwards. Right. Tried to try to Kept make it lighthearted. The, yeah. Um, or, or, or it might have been more for the rest of the girls and not necessarily for Kenna Bomarito. It might have been, hey, you got two guys on. We've got to play at any base. Yep, just step on the knock bag. Knock the ball down. Keep it in the infield. You know, let's, let's make sure that we get this last uh, out here. And, and I, I think it might have been more of a, a trip about that. And if anything was said to Bomarito at all, it's like, okay, we know this girl likes the ball here. We're going to pitch her this way. Right. And, again, without knowing what was said there, I can't rag on it too much. I just know in the moment I didn't like it, but you're right. He could have went out and just told a joke and tried to keep it lighthearted and reminded something like that. Um, could have just said, hey, you know what you're doing? All right. Just mind her, keep it high and in for, for for example's sake. But that was just one thing. And when it happened, I just went, ah. Because if she had given up a hit before, but she just did something well, don't slow her down. I know you're facing a good pitcher. But in moments like that, you overanalyze everything. Did it cost him? I don't think so. That's just a, that's a really good hitter that made a really good play. Um, but that was one thing that I did say to you after. I was like, I, I didn't like that. Yeah. But they got to the semifinals, and who knows? They play that game ten times. Each team wins five. So um, for them, again, just to, you know, th- th- this was uncharted territory. Algonac softball had never gotten to this point before. So this this was an incredible accomplishment. From, from the team that the standings will say was the second best in their league. Right. So, so again, I'm just going to reiterate how lucky we were to cover the BWAC this year. Um, right. Well, well, we'll talk about the year. We'll kind of wrap up the spring season in the next two segments because, well, a lot of these next few shows are going to be a lot of looking back on the year because we had a really good year in a lot of sports. Yeah.
Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood, or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800-250-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Take advantage of high market values by tapping into your home's equity with a low-rate home equity line of credit from Advia Credit Union. Use the cash for seasonal spending, consolidating high-interest debt, and much more. Learn more and get started online at adviacu.org forward slash HELOC. All loans subject to approval. Equal housing opportunity. NMLS number 401863. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Shopping for a vehicle the last two years has been frustrating for all of us. Inflated prices and misleading ads that waste your time and money. Look no further than Jepson Car Company. Located at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair, Jepson Car Company is St. Clair County's most transparent dealership. At Jepson, the price you see on a vehicle is the price you pay. No hidden fees or misleading rebates. When you need your next vehicle, stop by Jepson Car Company today. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Looking for a new career? Magna International could be the place for you. Located in St. Clair off Range Road, Magna was named one of Forbes 2020 World's Best Employers. Magna is currently hiring a multitude of positions and offers a great work environment with competitive pay. Wages start $17 and up. Apply for jobs at magna.com 
forward slash careers. Again, magna.com forward slash careers. Get a fresh start with Magna International today. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck On Sports podcast. Dennis and uh, Brady. And uh, we're just kind of uh, meandering our way through, I, I guess, is the, the word that I'll, I'll use. It's been kind of... Uh, uh, not a depressing way to end the season, but I had so much fun if with the spring season. It left season. you wanting more. Yeah. And the spring season is so short that you get what? From the first game we did in the start of April to the last game we did was what? Mid-June, so 10 weeks. And that last week, last week or two, you're basically following a handful of teams. So you're not doing games every day. Compare that to winter, where our first games we do are probably Thanksgiving. I mean, we start doing winter sports at, like, the Larry Manns tournament, and that's over Thanksgiving. And then the last games we do are mid-late March. Yeah. (laughs) And even football. Football regular season is nine weeks long. Um, Yeah, I I was actually, because, again, I was sifting through schedules yesterday, and I actually looked at it. Basically, we play the regular season of football in two months. Yeah, it's weird to put it in that context because... It's basically September and October. Yeah, you get one week in August and September, October, and then Halloween is playoffs. Yeah. Which, you when you think of football, you think of a long season because you also when you think of football, you think of the college football and the NFL where it goes deep into December, January, and then the Super Bowl is February. But high school football, you're right. It's two weeks or two months... And we have to learn a lot because unlike baseball and softball, we don't get a game every week. But, Dennis, this has had to have been one of the best springs in this area's history. I mean, just the unprecedented success that teams had. Algonac wins two regionals um, for the first, both programs for the first time ever, obviously got to the semifinal. Richmond because of just where their programs are at, had a, I guess, a disappointing season because they only won a district and a regional in their two respective sports. But still, we're two of the top teams in the area. Uh, Mooney makes another quarterfinal knocking off Shrine, which Riverview Gabriel Richard, I believe, ended up winning the state title in baseball, which, real quick, the team you lose to, would you rather have them win it all or lose the next game. Oh, that that's a tough one because there's they did they beat Beale City four to three. Yeah, so. like, like on that, uh, you got that hatred factor that I had as I, a player. I guess it depends because there's sometimes you play a team and you respect them and you know, all right, we're going to duke it out, but when we're done, we tip our caps and we move on. And there's other teams you go, I want to beat you by 50 runs, and I'm not going to stop sending players if I can. Um, So I don't know what that dynamic is, but I think more often than not, I want them to lose the next game just because it's like, "Mm, no, I can't have nice things. You can't have nice things. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of of get that thing um, because I had that as a competitor. That, you know, yeah, if I can't have it, I sure don't want you to have it. But then, yeah, there is the other thing, though, where you can say, well, you know what? We lost to the champ. We lost to the only team that didn't lose to anybody. Right, which Mooney did. Um, Algonac baseball lost to the Edison, who lost in the uh, finals, which, by the way, uh did you see that the kid from Edison, the the Greg Pace, got invited to the MLB Combine? Really? Yeah, <laughs> he's legit. Wow. Yeah, he's the he hit a bomb to dead center against Algonac at Sanborn. It was, yeah, and he makes it look effortless. But anyway, so you had Algonac baseball lost to the eventual runner-up. Mooney baseball lost to the eventual state champ. Obviously, uh, Algonac softball lost to the state champ. Richmond softball lost to the state champ. 
and I believe uh, Richmond Baseball, they lost to Powers, who ended up losing the next round. But that's um, that was really the only one. And how many teams this year did we have that in an average year, Dennis, in years you've covered, would have been the best team in the area? Like, what would Marine City softball have been in an average year? What would St. Clair baseball, I mean, we've talked about them as maybe one of the best teams in the area, have been in an average year? Yeah, well, they would have been... Marysville softball. Teams that would have that we would have talked about more, but there was just... Again, I just kind of look at the BWAC, and, and it was almost silly because I feel like if we were doing a... Uh, top 10, four BWAC teams, nobody's going to be worse than six? Because you'd have to find somewhere to put Marysville, Marine City, and St. Clair. Yeah, because they're all on the list. But the top four from the BWAC are in there, and I don't know that you can go anybody better than Richmond and Algonac, whichever way you want to slot them, right. one and two. They're one and two for Because we me. never got that rubber match. Yep. Um, and again, yeah, St. Clair, I like a lot. Marine City, I like a lot. Uh, but, you know, neither one of those teams went as far, and neither one of those teams, you know, well, Saint, that's not true. St. Clair won a league championship. And they won their district. Uh, and, yeah, but uh, it was just, and they won their district impressively. But, um, yeah, it, it's it's just a hard one for me because, again, Elmont. Elmont is going to go down in history, Elmont and North Branch, uh, as like the third and fourth best teams in that league. And I think they could have won a lot of other leagues in the area. I mean, you put I, Elmont. I think they could have played in the MAC and won some MAC leagues. I, yeah. I mean, then you're getting in the argument, oh, were they better than St. Clair? And that's, one, that's a game we never yeah, got. We never got it, so we'll, we'll never know. We did get an Algonac St. Clair game. Now, I don't know how the two teams were approaching it, but Algonac won decisively. Yeah. I just think we had uh, some unbelievably talented teams, some unbelievably talented players, and the good news is, Dennis, while we do lose a good amount, there's a lot coming back. Let's, I mean, we'll start with the Algonac team. R- off the rip, you're bringing back Stevenson and Bomarito. Yes. Off the rip. So you know Foster's right now. coming back. Yes. Uh, they, I believe they had four seniors on the team. Re- Reams Dude. is coming back. Yeah. So your top four hitters are all back. It's, it's your number five spot in the order before you have to replace somebody. Which is, I mean, it obviously it stinks you have to lose anyone, but you knowing that you're bringing a lot back and everyone's going to lose something. Millington's losing their pitcher. Although we thought that about Richmond last year, and look what happened. Yeah, <laughs> she, we didn't know that Katie was waiting in the wings. Yeah, so you lose Maria Simpson, Sophia Deverne, Bree Thomason, and Anna Sampier, and you bring everyone else back. Not to discredit what those four did, because I mean that's a heck of a bat, a great catcher, um, just four really nice players. But you know, you, that cupboard is nowhere near bare. No, no, they're they're going to be all right. And I also think that the, there might have been one or two girls on the bench this year that for a lot of other teams might have played a lot more. And and then you talk about Richmond, you bring back your pitcher. If you bring back your pitcher, you have a chance. I mean, how much of as much as hitting is dominated, how much of it when you get into the postseason is pitching? Because what are the scores? Four three. Yeah, they get decidedly lower as we get closer and closer to the state championship game. But you need to have hitting to hit that pitching. Yeah. You need to have that elite level of bats to do that. And, well, they have Piper back next year, I believe. Uh, They were kind of a young team. She's a senior. Is she a senior? Yeah, but um, they were kind of a younger team this year. You forget they lost, what, I think eight or nine seniors off of last year's team to come back, go to a quarterfinal. Yeah, Richmond doesn't rebuild, they just reload. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a fair statement to make. And then, I mean, I'd have to look at all the other teams. I mean, you know, 
Marysville loses some very nice players, two All-State players in Kate Westmiller and Caitlin Kane. That's going to hurt Avery Paul's a senior. Marine City is losing a lot of very talented seniors off that team. So some teams are going to struggle a little bit next year or at least struggle compared to what they did this year. But, I mean, Dennis, this year has had to have been one of the best years of softball. Maybe this this area is ever too much because, again, I've been covering the area, and we've had good individual teams. We, yes. We've had you know teams that we got excited about I mean, a team making a run, and when we talk about a run, boy, if they could get to the quarterfinals. Right. I mean, when we first started this, Dennis, anything, any quarterfinal, you do it, and you feel it feels like this huge event, and we've been spoiled because so many teams have gotten there. When we don't get one, we go, no, why didn't we get one? We want one and pound our fists. <laughs> but, yeah, you, usually you get a team, like you get an odd St. Clair team or the, the Marine City team you covered in 19 um, that would make a run, and then they run into usually a buzzsaw outside of Richmond. And that just didn't happen. We had how many years can you say your seventh best team you could expect to win a district and a regional? Yeah, well, I mean, hey, we looked at it. All right, Elmont didn't get out of the district, but had they beaten Richmond, we feel we both feel like they, they could have gotten region. as far as Richmond got. Yes, um, we, we, you know, uh, if you put any of those teams over uh, where Elmont. Yeah, they're, they're playing Grass Lake. Yeah. Um, you know, how many times have we thought legitimately there was one game that was separating us from an all BWAC semifinal? Oh. Uh, have, has that ever even been a thought before? It, it was a very. Like, I didn't actually realize uh, the Richmond game was over yet. And I was thinking to myself, oh, wow. Did it just happen? Are we yeah. going to get a Richmond Algonac? semifinal, and one of them is going to play for a state championship on, on Saturday? Yeah. Like, I think, oh, wow. You know, it, it almost seems anticlimactic having to play the game after it. Yeah. And that's yeah. the more important game when it boils down to I it. mean, we would have never, that's, ever. That's the one. And then go to baseball. Um, you're losing a, a, a handful of really good players from Richmond. Um, Mooney is a good mix, I think. I'd have to go and look at their actual roster, but I know they bring some back. Um, they lose some. I don't know exactly who off the top of my head, but they'll still be competitive. They'll still be a good team next year. Uh, St. Clair loses a lot. Yeah. That Baseball did end up kind of disappointing me because I was so excited about some of these teams. Like, I was really excited about St. Clair baseball had me geek midseason. Um, at the end of the year, I was really into Algonac baseball yeah. and what they were, were doing. Richmond from day one, Mooney even from day one, uh, even though they had that one long stretch where it seemed like they went an eon without playing any games. Right, the they end played of April. a much tougher schedule, so we weren't looking at their scores yeah, so as much right. going, oh, wow, but yeah, we knew that they were good. Their record, I mean, how many D4 teams did they play before the playoffs? Like any, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they 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 shrine. They played shrine. Yeah, they they and shrine is a really good team. Yeah, uh, and and they got revenge on them from those earlier losses. But it, but I I just was like, there he is no way in baseball somebody isn't getting through. It well, just had that feel to it. It did, um, and then when I it didn't materialize, I kind of felt like, oh man, which is. Because then you realize, well, we how don't spoiled we are. We don't get some of these guys back yeah. next year, and and so you well, know, okay, so was this Algonac, our big chance? Algonac, I think they did more than we could have asked for from them. They got to the quarterfinal and they ran into a great team in Edison. They they lost a close one to Buchanan in the finals. I mean, you're playing that was an elite team that the first inning and a half got away from them and they couldn't recover again that's a team that hadn't been there before uh st Clair, you talk about it you knew one of them or richmond was going to be out in the district that is what it is richmond that was i guess the biggest disappointing one but again they lost the powers but they played goodrich 
Goodrich, they ended up losing in the semifinals, but you knew Goodrich was a was a damn good team who had lost two games to that point all year. Uh, yeah, it just – and again, I think just because of the success Richmond's had, you almost just kind of assume they're going to do it. You're like, oh, they're Richmond. You kind of get that little – and then you remember, oh, there's a lot of other really, really good teams in the state, and baseball is one of the weirdest sports where anyone can beat anyone. Yeah. but And that- then Mooney, that site looks a lot better on that loss. And again, one day a kid doesn't have it or another kid does, that's that's your season. All I can say uh, about uh, Mooney is, is, Coach, you won the day I was there. <laughs> yes. So if there's an issue with the other guy in the room. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so yeah, that's, that's, um, it was a good season. It was a really, really fun spring and yeah, we didn't end up even getting a state championship game, but seriously, Dennis, you've been here how long, how many seasons have you said, oh, we didn't get a state championship appearance. It was a bad season ever. No. I mean, no. maybe you had a team that you thought, one team, like you said, you thought could make a run, and when they didn't, you went, oh, I thought they could do it, and they lost in a quarterfinal. But never when you had legitimately oh. Algonac baseball and softball, Richmond baseball and softball. You had St. Clair softball and Mooney baseball, all that we thought could be playing in at East Lansing. It's that was hi- a real possibility. It's hindsight, but I'll use football as an example because it's the easiest one to, you know, uh, because even going back into my radio days, that's the one we focused on primarily. And there were years where I can remember we're all excited. Marysville just went 9-0. and They're steamrolling everybody. And this is going they're, over the span of 30 years. They're, they're, they're going to – but me – the the guy going, yeah, and then they're going to go to Country Day because they always get a bad. Fun's going to end good, but we're not your, your we're area not good. there. It's the same thing. Oh, we're excited about the Big Reds. They're going to do this. We're excited about the Huskies. They're going to do De this. De LaSalle yeah, is. De LaSalle is who they have to play, and so let's enjoy this while we've got it because I don't think it's going beyond that if I'm being honest. Like if I'm with my heart, yeah, obviously our teams are going to win all the time. Right, but that's not how the world works. Even there, there, there are years there where like Marine City. So yeah, but Orchard Lake St. Mary's is waiting there. Or I think in the early two thousands, it was Flint Powers, wasn't it? it was a couple. Yeah, I know St. Mary's was there. I think Flint Powers. And, and nowadays, it's been stupid Frankenmuth. Yeah, but and to your point, this year in baseball and softball, outside of Millington and maybe Edison for Algonac baseball, there wasn't a team you went. That's where the run stops. Because you knew Richmond had as good of a chance to win that beat Millington as anybody. Yeah. And it was, and again. Algonac certainly did. And it was one pitch difference. You play that game again, Richmond wins. You, I mean, there wasn't any team that you went, oh, yep. Yeah, uh, team X in baseball is really good. But once they get to there, I mean, I guess Richmond baseball or St. Clair baseball, whoever would have won that, you knew, okay, maybe Goodrich. But even that, they didn't seem infallible. But, yeah, it was it was a good year knowing that there were a lot of times where this, we, were going to be the buzzsaw. All right, we're going to uh, take a break uh, here for uh, just a second, and I'm going to panic for a minute, but hopefully we're going to be okay. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you if your windows stick (laughs) slip squeak or leak replace them with anderson windows with low e-glass low maintenance exteriors and rich wood interiors standard and custom sizes they can turn simple window replacement 
into serious home improvement. Oh. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, overhead doors are the premier choice for durability. Service of overhead doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety tested commercial and industrial upward acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball. Call 810-987-2185. This is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Poor Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Hi, this is Dr. William Brady with Life Care Chiropractic in Algonac. If you've been suffering from symptoms of pain or discomfort, I can help. Come visit my staff and I so we can provide relief and help you live a higher quality of life. We're on Point Trumbull Road next to Rite Aid in Algonac. We've got your back in Algonac. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. Kwood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kwood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kwood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kwoodauto to make an appointment. Kwood Auto has been serving the... Vanguard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game, getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things, like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. Yeah. Yeah, we're back. Yeah, now we're working. All right, there we go. It's been – it's a Wednesday that feels like a Monday. Yes, it does. <laughs> so all I'm anyway, say about it. Um, well, like I said in the intro, it, we're getting into our at least play-by-play-wise is usually our slowest month. I'll be gone a couple of Fridays. Uh, it's our one month like consecutively where we don't have to worry about a lot. <laughs> After the golf outing, which is still in June. But what we would like to do, and Dennis, you can 
you're the boss, man, so if you want to correct me on any of this. But it, our next probably week of shows are going to be more reflective on the years past. We're going to likely do a top 10 games of the year. Uh, maybe do a game uh, episode where we talk about the most impressive performances of the year. We did that last year. And then we're going to get really heavy into interviews and talking to coaches. I, I know what will win number one for the impressive performance thing. And, and if you don't know it off the top of yes. your head, shame on you. Yes. <laughs> um, but once we get into, well, there's a, there's a couple you could argue. I, could, I, I, I know I could, which one's just jumps out like a sore There were two that jumped out to me, Dietlin and Jameson. I, I just think what Jameson did is more than what Dietlin did. I'm just saying, those were the two that yeah. – anyway. anyway, Because um, during the season, a lot of the coaches are teachers. And when you're teaching, you're working when we record. So we can't get a lot of coaches and, and people in to talk about it. So – what our plan is is to use the summer to our advantage and get coaches in. Probably start with a lot of baseball and softball coaches because it's still fresh in everyone's mind. Um, it's right after the season-ish, and try to get them in. Get, get guys from around the area like we did last year. Sprinkle a few basketball coaches in. I know we, we need to get Brian Jamison in. Maybe we'll get Mike, Nick Andrews, other guys like that back on the show. And then once we get to August, end of July, August, once we hit football, it's going to be full, full go. Um, I think we plan on doing that, uh, our camp tour again, but we want to expand it a bit at least before and get maybe more BWAC coaches in before we start because uh, we can only do so many. Camp's only two weeks long. We only have six shows, and we filled that up yeah. really quick. And you know we're going to have like a six-hour one with Gallagher about yes. the thumb. Yeah, we'll have Mike Gallagher on. <laughs> but we want to get other BWAC coaches in. Uh, we did a little last year, but really kind of lead up to the start of football season. Maybe do it'll almost be a month of just interviews, talking with coaches, getting ready for football season, um, even Mooney football because – they were good last year, and they return a lot. Um, you know they're going to be good, and that's kind of what our plan is for this summer. Next, we'll finish up the 21-22 school year, then start getting coaches in, start getting interesting people to talk about because what we just talked about for an hour was how great our teams were this year, and, well, it's because we have some pretty damn good coaches in the area too. Yeah, uh, I would uh, totally agree with that. Um, I, I, you you mentioned Mooney. I'd like to get a mic in front of Joe Canal, yeah, and, and and get him loosened up. Yeah, we to, might to tell some more stories. Yeah, we might have three Mooney coaches <laughs> on, but no, we're, of course we're gonna. The camp tour was a lot of fun last year. Um, it got us as prepared as we could for. Um, and and I want to see if we can get Darren Letson to smile for a football <laughs> interview. That man has. Such a great sense of humor, and he's got such a wry wit. I want to see it when we talk about football. Well, you you know he goes. A bunch of coaches do this. A coaches go into into press mode. Yeah, I, I, I had a coach. On. I had a coach that there was a yearly um, meeting with the conference, and the one year I was there and I was part of it, and he read off his spiel. And then I heard one like Mad Libbed with a different name in front well, of it. I, I know. I I used to. I stopped going because it was like everybody said the the same thing every, and the same team showed up, and the same teams didn't show up because the the Mac holds uh, or they a did. preseason football thing it used to be down at uh, Chippewa Valley, usually sometimes at Dakota, and everybody would gather and and we'd get together in the gymnasium or in a lunchroom or or whatever, and everybody had like five minutes to get up and right. talk and introduce their, their star players. And the, the kids almost never talked. Um, but, uh, you know, to am I glad I went and did a couple of them? Yeah. They don't still have that, the, do they? You know, I, I don't even I don't, I don't At even least know. since co well, we've only been operating in a post-COVID world. Yeah, so, so it wouldn't have happened in 2020. No. It, probably wouldn't have happened in 21 that's crazy to think about like in the uh, in the fall there was still that looming threat of 
We don't think games will get canceled, but we can't for sure say. And now I feel, now going into this season, this is going to be the first season where we don't have to worry about anything. It is just full go. Let's hope so, because that is one thing that I hope for, uh, especially with, with our smaller schools. Everybody stays healthy. Everybody can feel the team every week. Right. Everybody can play all of its games. There's nothing worse to me than finding out midweek that a game you thought was going to happen and that we talked about isn't going to happen. Yeah. Um, and, and so that's just let, let's get everybody through and let's get everybody play all your games. Yes. Because that's, that's what it's really all about. Yes. And so – if you guys have anyone that you want to have on our show, let them know. Have them reach out to us. Um, it, I'm not. I'm not against having any of our of the teams we cover and the sports we cover come on because there are a lot of a lot of interesting people, and we really only have so much time to do it. Because, like, we'll be honest. In the summertime, we'll probably have a few more shows off. Just we need a little time to reset before football season. Yeah, you have no idea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways. The decompressant. The decompressant. will change. At me. 301 games in 2021-22. So, uh, and, and we will try. Trust me. We'll, we're competitive that way. We will try to top it. And, well, just as a little. I don't know team. where we can squeeze other games in, but we'll try to top it. And it's going it's to be hard to have the postseason success we had because that helped a lot. But just a little teaser. We might have five football games week one. Yeah. <laughs> We're already looking at that and, and kind of just licking our chops stupidly that there could be a Thursday doubleheader, Friday doubleheader with a Saturday afternoon game. Yeah. You have, yeah, because, <laughs> I mean, everyone knows week one of football is going to be awesome. You have three BWAC MAC games, and one of them was nice enough to play on the Friday instead yeah, of Thursday. And, and, and it's the week where you absolutely – you think you know, but you don't know a thing. Right. So that's the most fun week because that's where you get the most surprises. Yes. So, anyways, you got anything else? I think I'm good. Um, all right, we'll wrap this up, and we'll be back Friday with something. We'll be back Friday. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.